0: Hey everyone, for those of you that missed our regular episode this week, uh, first off, go back and listen to it, it's delightful, but maybe you have no idea what the DCAU is, or who the hell Bruce Tim is, and maybe you just saw Shazam and wanted to hear a couple of nerds talk about it on a podcast, well don't worry, we have you covered. Regardless of how you found your way here, quick note on this episode, originally we recorded it as part of our regular episode, but the whole thing ran a bit long, so we decided to split our Shazam discussion into its own podcast, which is why we jumped straight into the conversation without any introduction. This is a full-on spoiler discussion, so hopefully you've already seen the movie and enjoyed it. We did. Uh, But be sure to catch our regular episode on Tuesdays, and that's all about the DCAU. And stay tuned for episodes on all the major comic book blockbusters this summer, including Avengers Endgame, which is merely weeks away, and we cannot wait. Uh, But thanks for listening, and enjoy.
1: Before we start, without looking at your computer, look at me, look at me right now. What does his name stand for?
0: Solomon, Hercules, Apollo, mm-hmm. Zeus, Archimedes, <laughs> Athena, Aristotle. Nailed
1: it. Last one's Mercury. I don't know the A's, yes. but I know everybody else. Uh, Atlas and uh, Achilles. Oh, damn because it. I was wrong in the theater. Okay. When I thought it was Athena.
0: Okay. It's uh, Atlas
1: and Achilles. Yes. Yeah, so the, the wisdom of Solomon, the, um, the strength not in, of Hercules? Not in, yeah, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, mm-hmm. the power of Zeus, the um, courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. That's awesome. Yes. So I'm glad I can finally remember that off,
0: offhand. Very proud of you. Thank you. Well done. How much did you know about Shazam going into Shazam? Um.
1: Not a lot. Not clearly not as much as, as the other DC heroes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a decent amount. I, I knew about. Uh, we're, we're gonna go straight into spoilers. Yeah. I knew whole, about the I knew about the Shazamly, uh, which is getting easier to say. It's a very, very difficult. It's a for very hard when it word first to say. Out. Yeah. Um, I knew about you know the powers. I knew about um, it. Mostly, I knew him from Injustice. Weirdly enough. Uh, Injustice and Flashpoint. Game? Yes. Oh, okay. The game, yeah, the game, and then Flashpoint were my mm-hmm. two main sources of knowledge of him.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, because I knew him from his single appearance in the DCAU, mm-hmm. from, from Young Justice.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah, same. Um, and then uh, Public Enemies, right? Is that the one with Shazam? Oh,
0: the, the film? Mm hmm. And the, the comic, too, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah Superman yeah. Batman Public Enemies, yeah. Yes, yeah, he's in that. Um, and then I also knew him from Kingdom Come. I I was about to say Kingdom Come, yeah. You, you've read that, right? Yes, but I don't remember anything about it. It's one, it's when oh, Superman has the the red and black S, mm-hmm. and Batman's, like yeah, has that I, yeah, external body suit. Yeah, I know it's, it's, the, um,
1: it's the one, all, all the art's all done by Alex Ross.
0: Yeah, yeah and. Uh, Spectre is leading this pastor through mm-hmm. the course of the story. Yes, okay.
1: Because someone kills someone in the beginning.
0: They're, and that's what causes the rift, right? Am I thinking of the same story? So, in the past, um, Magog, who's a hero, kills the Joker after he sets off a Joker... Gas in the Daily Planet, killing Lois, Jimmy, Perry, everybody. Okay. And, and it's, Superman it's, goes it's, to apprehend him and Gog. Was it Gog or Magog? I can't remember. I think Magog kill kills the Joker. And after yeah. that, and he He's gets away it, with uh, it. He's not held accountable for it. And then Superman goes away. Mm, right. And then, okay, then yeah, yeah, now okay. it's like 20 or something years in the future, and so the, the, the second, second, third, third generations uh, of supervillains super and superheroes are all kind of running amok and like there's no real order. It's it's just kind of perpetual chaos. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like the beginning yeah. of it's the yeah. beginning of like, Civil War too. Where like basically like a character detonates and um, like wipes out a bunch of like farmland or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a great comic
0: though. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best. Excuse me.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I don't think I I don't think I ever finished it then because I remember I remember up to that point. Yeah, but I don't remember what happened after they that. They build a gulag. All right, then don't tell me because I don't know anymore. Okay. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Okay, it's on my shelf. You should take it. I, okay. I own it. No, oh, then fucking read it. But it looks so good on my shelf. You, you can, can still read it. it. Mm, I don't think those things are removable. But yeah, because you glue them into your t- shelf. I glue them because of color palettes. Oh, God damn it! I have a really nice gradient of books. You, you would. Um, I do have a friend. It's, it's such an infuriating um, organization method, because it's not, who... Organizes her shelf by color of spine. Oh, oh, hell no. It looks so pretty, though. Yeah, I, I bet it does. does. Yeah.
0: But, but no. I know, never. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like... Keep it down? It's Keep like down. Me, it's like giving me a panic attack just thinking
1: about it. It looks so pretty. Okay. Um, yeah, so quick rundown to Shazam. Um, Billy, no. Nope. Savannah... Gets brought to the Wizard Shazam is denied his power, spends his life trying to get back, does unlocks the horribly done Seven Deadly Sins. Yes, um, Shazam or Billy comes gets the powers, uh, acts like a prick. Yep, uh, loses a fight, loses another fight, loses the third fight. Uh, figures out that family is the ultimate superpower. Wins the end yes Yes, pretty much and then superman shows up (laughs) this oh my god yeah we'll get to that like as i've been telling people this movie has an amazing 40 minute stint from when billy gets his power to the end of the first fight with savannah it's an amazing
0: movie I would agree with that. Yeah, I think... And then once the other kids get their powers. Once the the family... Yes. When the Marvel family shows up on screen, for me, that was the biggest highlight. I I vaguely knew that was going to happen for just random things you see here and there. Um, But when it actually happened, I wasn't expecting it to. And that scene is amazing. Yes. When they're all there. Um, Plus, great cameos. So Adam Brody Brody is in there playing the hero version of Freddy. So he's got the speed of Mercury and then uh, who was supposed to be so yeah he was the flash just like mortals and then this other actor dj cortana or cortana whatever is the um super powered version of eugene i want to say the, the green hispanic one, one? Yeah. yeah okay green and i forget what his power was maybe it was just he, he he was um
1: yeah he was he was um strength of hercules
0: okay yeah um, but and he was supposed to play Superman in Justice League Mortals. So that was kind of fun to see like both of them pop up there. Mm-hmm. But just all of those characters were great. And I think this movie is at its most fun when you have the adult actors playing kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's when the personalities come through the most. Um, I'd say when it's the extended Shazam, the, the whole Marvel family, um, a lot of those are done really well. I think Zachary Levi is a fantastic he's in this movie so charming he's so charming he's so much fun also he is playing a completely different character than the teenage version of billy batson yes like completely different yeah because uh teenage batson's just a fucking asshole he just he through is through and through yeah and i i get i get the idea of him having to like be a bit of an asshole so he like softens up and appreciates family and he has his arc to go on but Whenever he becomes superpowered, his whole personality just shifts, and all of a sudden he's like fun and whimsical and energetic. And then when he's a teenager, he's just like somber, and morose, and bitter all the time. And mm-hmm. you feel like if they're gonna do that sort of thing, if showing like, oh, this is who he would be if he didn't feel like he had to put on an act, that would have worked. But we never get a scene where he shows that sort of like fun, vulnerable, energetic side, and we see him suppress it. Mm-hmm. He just starts to act in that way as soon as he gets powers. Yeah, but it's also for the best because exactly like, yeah. amazing
1: there was there's one scene that i wish we would have had uh because we see him use all of his powers except wisdom mm-hmm. and that's been a, kind of a joke in the community right now is um if he was smart he would have known better than all the shit that he was doing yeah, yeah. so i would have just loved a moment where like um he has to do homework and he has to call on the power of shazam oh to and answer he, gets, all the like, questions. he just like burn
0: through real fast because yeah. he gets it all that would actually be kind of fun yeah you?
1: Because uh, cause, I mean, there was even the joke of, like, I was testing um, super... Because he's like, we're going to test invisibility. We're also going to test a secret test of super intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was a very fun little bit. This, this movie felt like they understood Marvel comedy and just put it in a DC film.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, yeah, when Shazam is actually Shazam, it definitely strikes that tone mm-hmm. of being self-aware and fun and light and energetic. Yeah, this felt more like a Marvel movie than a DC film. It It did. Well, Well, it it did did when Levi is on screen. Yes. But But when he's not, you definitely get that sense of they they still felt felt like they had to fit into the Snyder Snyder aesthetic. aesthetic. Mm -hmm. It's It's definitely brighter and more energetic than the rest of them. (laughs) The villains are very Snyder-esque. The villains are very Snyder-esque. But even just, you think think about what the settings settings they chose. They chose chose to have this movie happen in philadelphia in the winter at christmas. So every, at christmas time but like it's not bright christmas it's it's just really gray and like overcast all the time so it has that sort of sense of aesthetic to it and I, I mean i guess that was done to try and differentiate a little bit or or maybe to try and make billy's circumstances seem a bit more dire but i honestly would have much preferred if this was set in like a sunny city like I kind of wish they had really stuck with the more upbeat tone all the way through rather than just having it be that way when they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because Shazam is not a Philadelphia hero. It, he, he he's normally? from a fictional city. Whatever the, whatever the high school was called, I don't remember the name of it. That's the name of the city.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it would have been more fun if the world was a bit more fun. Yeah. But I mean, I guess they had to do this because also his backstory is much more somber than some versions at least yeah um because in this version he somber but also probably the most painful because it's
1: the one that's it's kind of the the most real no of like it is. his parents aren't dead they just don't want him
0: yeah like and that that fucking hits it, i found a lot of stuff actually pretty emotionally affecting because yeah the, the difference here is that um, as a, a as a young child, he gets separated from his mom at like a carnival and then she never comes looking for him. So he's been bouncing around from like foster family to foster family. Trying to find her. Constantly running away to go try and And also and blaming check her himself down. for it. Yeah. Well, he, like that, I think that's the biggest emotional pull is he
1: blames himself for running away from his mom. Yeah. yeah. So it is his responsibility to get back to her.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, when he actually does finally find her and she still doesn't want him, it's that, that scene, scene actually did work well for me. And I, I thought that the kid is a good actor. Mm-hmm. He was just playing a very different character. Yeah. Have you seen the, the
1: photos of them in the premiere? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, he, yeah, the, the joke is, like, they're going to have to start filming that sequel now because the, the teenage version is, like,
0: almost as tall as Zach Levi already. Yeah, yeah which it's true. Yeah. He is he's pretty tall. tall. And they definitely aged him up a little bit. I think in the comics he's was, like, 10. Yeah, he, he's 13 here. Yeah. No, he's 15. So he's 15. Yeah, yeah which I guess I get why they, they why they had to do that. Um, yeah, again, I think they had to like make them. They had to give him an arc, and in doing so, they had to have something yeah. challenging happening for him, rather than making him plucky. Yeah. So this
1: is almost page for page taken from New Fifty Two Shazam. I don't know if you saw that.
0: I did read that. Yeah, I've yeah, never read any of the New Fifty Two Shazam. Same.
1: Um, but yeah, almost shot for shot taken, except uh, in, in the New Fifty Two Shazam. Uh, Black Adam is the villain, not Savannah.
0: Do you feel like the first version of this script had Black Adam and they just swapped out the name of the villain and changed a few things and ran with it rather than rewriting it completely? Their powers are
1: so similar. I don't think they ever expected Black Adam to be the first villain because that's something you kind of
0: work up to. I think they did. You think so? I absolutely think they did. I mean, because... Dwayne Johnson was cast as Black Adam years ago. Right, But it's always been expected
1: that it's going to be a solo film no, first.
0: No? No. When this was like originally being talked about, he was going to be the villain in Shazam. Okay. Because I, I did some research on Dr. Savannah, um, because I've seen him pop up in a few places here and there. And I, in general, love Mark Strong as an actor, but I, I felt like that character just was not very interesting for mm-hmm. me. But he... he, he it's, it's the opposite from Green Lantern, where he was the best part of Green Lantern. Yeah. Now he's, like, the mediocre part of it He's mediocre, story. and he's always great. I, yeah. I think he's a fantastic... His acting is
1: great. Just the character is
0: just The man. character is just really generic. And in the comics, Savannah is a scientist. and He's always a scientist. And what's special is that in his... I think it's his left eye, or it's whatever his eye... One of the two eyes. I think it's his left just eye just in the right comics. Eye. But I think in the comics might be his left eye. It doesn't matter. Okay. He can see magic. Whereas they change that here where... That's where he possesses the seven deadly sins. I don't know if that was ever a Captain Marvel Shazam arc with the seven so deadly in, sins. So that,
1: that's kind of the, the thing I want to talk about new 52. And one of the big things, my biggest complaint is the look of the seven deadly sins. They're, they, they're ugly. They're yeah. non, you can't tell them apart. No. Uh, even watching it a second time and trying to remember like, okay, forearms, that's greed. Cause he wants to hold stuff. Yeah. Um, gluttony is the easy one. Cause it's a giant mouth. Um, I'm like I don't remember any of the other ones. They,
0: they have, all kind of look like the, the ghosts, ghosts from, from the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters reboot. Yes, and
1: that's exactly that's exactly what Mr. Sunday movie said. Okay. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. So in the new Fifty Two run,
1: instead of being in his eye, the Seven Deadly Sins possess humans. So there's oh, okay. There's seven distinct looking humans, which I think would be it'd be a lot of characters. Um, but I think that would have helped so much more. I definitely think you can put a personality behind those things.
0: It definitely would have made it more interesting. I mean, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm rewatching Infinity War right now, and like I can barely remember the names of the four acolytes of Thanos, Mm -hmm. but they each have a distinct visual style and personality. Hmm? Squidward. (laughs) Yes. Uh it's like it's like like Corvus Glaive, like Obsidian. Obsidian Justice. Something. Yeah. Like, I don't remember their names, but I can like differentiate them. I remember it all the girl time. had
1: a cool name. I don't remember it anymore, but I remember it was really cool. Uh, I was like Maximus
0: something. I can't remember. But like, they had distinct look, distinct personalities. You know, you could have done something like that here. And like the, the personalities of Seven Deadly Sins are right there in their names. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we, we don't even have to know their real name. Like you just
0: need. A human host. Yeah. yeah. and I mean, even if they decide to still go with, like, just the, the monster look. Proxima Midnight. That Prox- was That's a great name. Yeah. See, like, that's right? the coolest one. Like, cool name, even if it's kind of forgettable yeah, sometimes. Yeah, Corvus
1: Glaive, Ebony Maw, uh, and Supergiant. Obsidian. Isn't it, like, Obsidian
0: something? Oh, sorry. This might be this, the comic versions. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there needed to be more personality. There, there need to be more personality in the non-Shazamly characters. Yeah. Um, I think, but I get it. Cause that's already a lot of characters.
1: Uh, cause you know, you have, we don't really spend a lot of time with the parents. No, no. you have to give an origin story and backstory to the main character to, to Billy. Yeah. yeah. You have to, um, give enough characteristics to the, the
0: brother roommate, Eddie, Freddie, Freddie. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked him. I was worried he's going to be annoying based on mm-hmm. the trailers. Uh, I thought he was actually really good in this. Me too. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that actor actually. I don't think so. Disabled? Let me look this up.
1: Um, and then you have the four other siblings. Um, so, Mary. Mary, Darla. Darla hmm. Eugene. Yep. And then. Um, I have it open. I don't want to say it. No. The, the
0: Hispanic one. Okay. We have. Freddie. Is Rosa the mom? Yes. Okay. So Freddie, Mary, Mm -hmm. Darla, Eugene. Oh my God! This is like the layout of the cast is so weird on this page. Um, Darla, Eugene, Pedro. Pedro. Okay. Pedro.
1: Yeah. I I thought all the kids were really good. Yeah. Um. Pedro doesn't talk. The whole, I think that was the joke we made last time, where he's kind of... He's almost like a, uh, an actor that doesn't want to be on camera. Oh, where anytime yeah. Where any time he's in a shot, it almost feels like he's trying to walk
0: off the side of the shot. But, I mean... But that becomes his personality, though, which makes it kind of fun. Like, yeah. You know, again, all the kids felt distinct. Yes. I, I mean, I, I think you make a good point about they had so many other characters set up already, you know...
1: It would be hard if we had... All of the seven eldest sins on top of that. Yeah. So you got like. You feel very cluttered.
0: Yeah. yeah the sh- six, six seven members seven of the Shazamly. Family. You yeah, have Dr. Savanna. You have the parents. You um, have uh, sh- uh, Savanna's family. Yeah. yeah. H-
1: what? Lionel how? Luther and yes. his brother.
0: John Glover making a cameo appearance. Uh, always welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did you feel about. Desmond Hansu? Oh, oh, yeah. Hans yeah. Hansu. Yeah, how, you... how do you. I, I say Des, Desmond. I think it's Jaman. Uh, probably. Whatever. He's amazing. Yeah. I love him mm-hmm. in everything. Um, again, one of the actors, the crossover between the DCAU. Yeah. Or the DCU and uh, MCU. the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought he was great as the wizard. So I kind
1: of I don't think I remember him being the wizard in the trailer. I guess I just forgot in the trailer. Yeah. Because I was I was very taken back. <clears throat> oh, really? I was like, oh, I know that voice. <laughs> he's a wizard. He's got oh, he's got an amazing voice. Yeah.
0: So, so there, there were a lot of characters set up, so it would have been hard to do, like, do more, but I think. And then the Caterpillar at the end. Oh, the fucking Caterpillar. We'll get to that. But I feel like if this had been Black Adam, this would have been a better film. Okay. I think because Dr. Sivana in the comics is always a scientist, he never has this kind of powers. They, I think they had to give him powers in this to make him a viable threat. hmm Um, and especially if they were going to always expand out to the whole Shazamly, which is a move I'm glad they did because that's the best scene of the whole thing. Yes. But then you have to have a character who has power to match, and I think that's why they just swapped in Dr. Zavanna and just gave him powers. And I think if it had been Black Adam, it would have been better. I think he would have come across as a greater threat. I think that character also being played by Dwayne Johnson would have had a bit more personality. Mm -hmm. There is some worry that... With him yeah. now, he would have like stolen the spotlight.
1: Yes, because that—that's the point I was going to bring up next—is with Dwayne's car or not karma, um, charisma. Yeah, would they would ha- would they have to play down Zach? I don't think in they would order have to... to highlight because I don't think he likes to share the spotlight very much. I, I don't think, think he does. does. I think that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I think you and unless wouldn't... it's with Kevin Hart. But even then, he, he's always playing... Kevin Hart's always playing the negative one. Yeah,
0: he's always playing, like, the second fiddle. Yeah. yeah. and No I, matter
1: I, what, The Rock has to be the most charming one on screen. And I think that's where... Even when Nick Jonas was there, oh Dwayne God. had to be
0: more charming than, than Nick Jonas. You can try it. Well, also, the most charming character in that movie was Jack Black playing a teenage girl. That's very true. Hands yeah. down. Plus, Karen Gillan is effortlessly charming all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but anywho, I think you wouldn't have had to play down... Zach Levi, I think the problem is vying for screen time. And I, I think when Dwayne Johnson was originally cast in that role, he could still be a supporting character. Because mm-hmm. this was back at Fast Five when they this made, way, made it, was, announcement. Yeah, it was like 10 years ago, yeah. pretty much at this point, that that happened. And I think now his star has risen so much that he can't do that, really. Um, whether that's coming from him or if that's more of a studio thing of him being this huge name, whatever the, the result is, whatever the, the intent is, the end result is he dominates the screen. Yes. And he would dominate the screen time. And I think that's where it becomes challenge. I think you could have that villain still be Black Adam. Um, And personally, I would love to see it be Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam and have it be a supporting character. Like we got enough screen time with Savannah to know what he was up to. I just wasn't very interested in it. Right. But imagine like more or less the same amount of screen time, maybe like a little bit more time to set up that character I think everything would have been elevated by that. Yeah, I agree. But I I mean, I guess at that point, I I don't know what you do with black Adam. You can't just like throw him in prison. You'd have to like, yeah,
1: yeah. imprison him somewhere else. Yeah.
0: But again, it's like the hero lives long enough to become a villain other way around. Yeah. Villain becomes long enough to become a hero. Yeah. It's like, he should just be a villain. Mm -hmm. I don't know what his motivation would be necessarily. I mean, there's
1: probably some cell on, on the Shazam, that, that rock, like the magic rock. Mm -hmm. Um, because, I mean, we saw, like, there's all those doors to other dimensions. Yeah. Um, there's a mirror. Oh, that's a thing. I forgot about that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. There, there's a lot more stuff than just the throne room. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some mirror in there that's supposed to be another character um, that I, I don't know anything about, but I'm sure someone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> someone not us. Yeah. Uh, Shazam is just, like, I mean, he's been around forever. Like, this is a, a long-running character. I think he was written... In like forty nine, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, he's been around forever, because he started off as a Whiz comic character. Yes. Uh, and yeah, he has been I around. Think, uh, since. Thirty died. Thirty nine. Yeah. Holy shit! So, so he's they,
0: as he's as old as Wonder Woman then. And Batman. Yeah. Because Superman was thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Batman was thirty nine. Yes. I thought um, Superman was thirty one. Thirty
1: eight. Okay. 38. What's thirty one then? Fuck about now. It's just on Action Comics.
0: I know for a fact, Superman, Superman was created in 1938 because, because in my AP US history class Our teacher who is a walking encyclopedia, walking encyclopedia, uh, would just sit on his desk and literally just talk history. Good old Mr. Rudolph, one of my favorite teachers of all time. But at one point he made reference to the 1920s radio plays, He's like, oh yeah, like all these like pop characters, like Superman, and me at 17 years old was not one to like raise my hand and go, um, actually, actually- Superman wasn't created until 1938, so he couldn't have been on the radio in 20s. I wasn't gonna do that, mm-hmm. but I wanted to. Um,
1: okay, then who the fuck was 31? I don't know. Dick Tracy? Maybe. But, but I don't know. Sorry, keep we'll, we'll going.
0: Yeah. Else. So I think I don't know. Just for me. Savannah was kind of boring. I think it would have been more interesting as Black Adam. Um, there's two moments in this
1: film that feel so out of place, but this this movie's fairly lighthearted. Yeah, everything's fun, and then there's two moments that are just like are nightmare fuel for children. Which are? Um, when uh, Savannah first figures out the door, and the other doctor touches the door and, oh, and disintegrates. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, that's terrifying. Do you think modern kids have the fear of disintegration that we all had of quicksand in the 90s? At this point, yes. Because there's so much, because that's like the great go-to way of showing, oh, this character died, but like not any sort of like realistic gruesome way. Mm-hmm. People disintegrating left and right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Turning into quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> to terrify <laughs> us. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so that one, and then when... Um, Damn you, Gen Z. When uh, Wizard Shazam gives... Exactly, by the powers, he also turns to dust. Oh, yeah. Uh, and both are so, there's so much detail in the because it's not just their whole body turns to dust. They go layer by layer. Yeah. So it starts with the outer, and then you just see a skull in dust, and the skull starts to turn, starts to disintegrate. I'm like, why did you need that much detail in this terrifying image? Well, you
0: know, you gotta put that VFX budget somewhere. Yeah. But, I, mean, th- I said this movie. For the most part it looked pretty good. Looked great, yeah. Again, except for the the weird snowscape that I just didn't think worked. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I ask a, a philosophic question, please, for a minute? Because it's been on my mind for such a long time. Okay. And I've devoted so much brain power to this that it's not necessary. All right. How do things fly?
0: We don't have time <laughs> to get into this. That's a whole episode in of itself is trying to break down how characters I'm fly. not going to lie, I spent almost an entire work day this week
1: figuring out two paths of flight Ugh. for humans. And it basically comes down to, I'll, I'll just give this little, this little TLDR. It comes down to uh, how you believe air works in these worlds. So if you're in the air, are you more like a bird, or are you more like a fish? Is there air buoyancy, or is there still gravity on you, where you have to continue to percel- propel yourself through the substance. I see what you mean. Yes. Um, Because flying like Superman doesn't work. Nothing in the human... No human movement mimics that stance. And I think that's another thing with with Shazam where he's always trying to mimic the Superman two fists in the air or one fist down and one fist at your side or one fist up. Uh, And the same thing I had with Captain Marvel. That's not how... Humans move in any sense. No one jumps that
0: way. Well, no one swims that so, way. So, at least with Captain Marvel, we know that she's being propelled. Yes. Yeah. She's being propelled through energy from her feet. Yes. And I think any other flying characters in the MCU are telekinetic mm-hmm. or are being propelled by thrusters. Okay. So, there, I think, okay, yes. I think in the MCU, at least, everyone has some means of propulsion. Yes. Or ele- elevation. hmm Not elevation. Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Shazam flies. Because I, I I
1: would imagine
0: if if air is... is, is he flies like Steven- Peter Pan. I think, a, I think it's a Peter Pan thing. Yes. Because this movie does the, has the same shot as uh, Hook, where like he's falling and falling, and then it's like right before he hits the ground, he like mm-hmm. just stops dead, and he just floats right there. Yes. So I think we're just going to assume that he has magic that negates the effect of gravity. Okay, so then, wouldn't he move more like a
1: dolphin through the air... Because that's how you would continue to propel yourself through a, um, so he used to be like waving his legs back and forth. Like I a, would imagine that would be the most aerodynamic way to move through air. Cause that's, that's the, the fastest way we as mammals know how to move through water
0: and it would mimic that style. I'm going to assume that magic also propels him. Sure because, oh, like, I mean, that's the thing is, like, he's a magic-based character. Yes. So you can just write off anything he does is magic. Superman is very problematic. You're so, like, what, how is this happening? Right. He kind of just jumps faster than, than the force of gravity. Yeah. And, yeah. And he keeps a nice, smooth face for aerodynamic purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, okay. I, would, I would love to do a proper episode all about the dynamics of flying. Yes. Because, like, I literally, I spent... Six hours this
1: week. Nothing about that surprises me. Just trying to figure out an answer to this, uh, and that's kind of what I came up with with my two schools of fish or bird. Also,
0: I mean, I, I like your general thinking on this, but also I love that you you just acknowledge you spent six hours thinking about this, and you thought you would try and squeeze a discussion into the podcast. Yes, <laughs> this podcast <it> already <laughs> runs way too long. Yes, every week. Yes, God damn it, Cameron. and we did. That was, that was Who's only, the that was real villain of the four podcast minutes. now?
1: Um, it wasn't really a discussion. It was me It was me just wanting to uh, put my points forward of, of the research, not research, of the thinking
0: that I had done. Well done. Um, can we talk <laughs> about the very bizarre connective tissue that this film has with the rest of the DCEU? Let's do it. And the fact that clearly they didn't get the memo that that universe is dead? Yeah. Well, I mean, this was filmed
1: probably a year and a half ago. Yeah. At the, at the latest.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: probably closer to two years ago they probably filmed this.
0: Yes. But it's it's definitely weird because this is a world where the all the other heroes exist mm-hmm. um, and are advertised like crazy. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, like there's toys of them. Also, just catch the great cameo. Superman. Speaking of toys, no. So I'm I would have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure when. Uh, shazam is trying to escape from dr savannah the toy story throws the batman doll i'm pretty sure that's kevin conroy it is so good yeah the one true batman mm-hmm.
1: um because there's also th- i didn't realize i mean i knew it was a big reference but i didn't understand why but it's it's the same it's the, you know it's the kid turning into an adult joke a big yeah with a piano yes yeah no i i caught that i just i i didn't make the connection that it's the same plot of big Yes, I just, I just saw the piano, and I'm like, why are they making a big
0: reference? Yes, at the end of this movie, Billy sleeps with an adult woman. <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, he tries. There's definitely moments where he... I feel mean, like he hits on... Yeah, he hits on a couple women.
0: But also, I mean, worth... Oh, okay, this is actually something worth acknowledging. Okay. Uh, that both of the quote-unquote Captain Marvel movies uh, do not have a romantic subplot. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah, because uh, Shazam
1: is a story... Where there's no, I mean there's a villain, but there's no um pressure on the protagonist except the one he puts on himself. Okay. There's no like bully. Except I mean there's except, there's kind for, of except for
0: the really generic bullies. Who hits crippled kids and then blames them? Yeah, like this, especially today. I think this is maybe part of the reason the Joker trailer set me off, was that scene actively aggravated me in Shazam when I watched it that's something you
1: would see in like a 2004 movie
0: yeah like that's exactly it felt very dated It's like these two bullies hit Freddie with their car and then get out and start beating him up yeah and you're like this doesn't happen right like
1: we are way too PC in our culture now for this to ever be okay
0: but it's like that doesn't even happen in movies anymore like that is the tropiest of tropes thrown in there it it's a, uh, I mean, I get it's a movie, but that scene in particular just really pulled me out of the whole story. i like, this shit doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember years ago reading something, and I'm sure I've made this reference before, but it was talking about Spider-Man 3. And it said there's a difference between impossibility and improbability. Mm-hmm. We are totally fine believing in a movie that this guy has spider powers, right? But we have a hard time believing that this same guy can dress in all black and still be cool. Yes, that too. <laughs> But it's like in Spider-Man 3, it's, it's everything's a coincidence. It's like, oh, the guy who may have actually killed his uncle falls into an accelerator and becomes a sand monster. Also, this asteroid happens to land next to the one person on the planet who has superpowers, right? It's the improbability of things that really bother us. Mm-hmm. That sort of like, the, like this sort of stuff doesn't happen. And that, for me, was just that moment of like, I'm sorry, but people don't beat up on disabled kids. Yeah. It just doesn't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And if it does, oh my God. Yeah. It's horrifying. Like these kids would have been
1: blasted out. Because we know the internet exists. They're yeah. on YouTube. Those kids would have been expelled.
0: Like if that happened in the real world, mm-hmm. like we would hear about it. Because like, you see everyone's filming it. Yeah. Like if that happened in the real world in some high school in Philadelphia, we would hear about it in Los Angeles. Yes. It would get back to Within us. Within a day. Yeah. Like, that's how fast this sort of shit spreads. Like, those kids would be fucking expelled. They would probably be, like, criminal charges against them. Mm -hmm. Like, that stuff goes viral so quickly that those kids' lives would be ruined after this happens. Yeah. What the hell is happening? (laughs) Yeah. So
1: the, the point I was going for was there's no minor antagonist because the protagonist... Sees himself as that character. Yeah, yeah. No, that Every, everyone is minus those two bullies. Everyone is good to him. He just refuses to accept the good until the end.
0: Yeah, and that arc works for me, even if I didn't love it necessarily. Like, I like, oh, like he becomes part of the family, and he mm-hmm. like sticks his hand at the end. It's like, yay, we're a family. We're a family. We're a family.
1: I mean, I think all of that. I did like the kind of the through line that the mom says that. Uh, a home is not a home until you call it a home. Yeah, I like that. I did I like that. that a lot.
0: Yeah, because I think in older versions of the comics, I want to say he lives like with his uncle or something like that. Like I
1: think that's the So same. that's that's a um, that's a different version of the story. Yeah, like I think the version that we see in Young Justice, for example. Yeah, that yeah, it's where he's with with his uncle.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, did that did his whole backstory work for
1: you? I mean, most most iterations, he's an orphan.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: uh yeah i was fine with it
0: mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a i mean the whole premise is, is different than anything we've seen yeah it's true i mean i guess that's what i did like about this at least there were times when it's definitely trying to be something different and fun um oh but like, talking about like the connected tissue thing so yeah, oh, yeah sorry well i mean whatever we're jumping around but yeah at the end of it there's a superman cameo what we we don't wait when did this happen we don't see his face because there's still a mustache on there's still a mustache on it um do you feel like they should have kept that
1: yeah i loved
0: it i know you hated it i loved it i i didn't hate it but i think it it just goes to show what a mess things are over there at the same time we're getting reports that all these movies are going to start existing more in standalone spaces. There's no plans to cross them over. The fact that this movie so heavily references Superman and Batman and Aquaman and that Superman has a cameo goes against that in a way that just was really confusing to me. Mm -hmm. Would you have liked it
1: better if it was Pedro dressed as Superman
0: that oh, because like because he w- he like the actor once would have been Superman.
1: Well, and also because he's
0: the bulkiest of the of the family. Um, no, I think that would have been dumb too. I, I okay. don't I don't think you have that there. I don't think you need it mm-hmm. at all. I think that that works.
1: Um, or even or even he doesn't walk in, but it's them like dressing him up for it mm-hmm. like they like the, the cape they found is way too small for him <laughs> Excuse- and so he's just in like this really like shabby like very much store-bought superman suit just yeah. like a giant buff guy it's
0: like i don't so, want to do this guy a beefy guy
1: he's like no no it's gonna be really cool it's gonna impress a lot of people come yeah. on come on come on it's gonna be
0: so awesome yeah
1: like i, think, like, I don't know about this guy.
0: because so, i also rewatched spider-man homecoming this week mm-hmm. and both those movies have that same plot point of the like the best friend like sets his mouth off and it's like oh hey like Peter Parker or Blake Basson happens to know the superhero, and they're told totally gonna come to this thing, and then they don't, and it makes him look super embarrassed. Yeah, but I don't know why,
1: but I hated like that was the lowest part of the film for me. It was when Freddie was doing that. I hated that
0: part. It's so frustrating. It, it felt like they were trying to inject conflict. Now I I like. I do like sort of the ultimate payoff of that, right? And if Freddie eventually tells him, he's "Like, yeah, do I wish I was I wish somebody?" Tells me? Yes, yeah, do, do I wish I was somebody else? Yeah, and I think that is like one, a universal thing, but I think especially coming from a character who's physically handicapped, spoke volumes too. I thought that was a very real, raw moment, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. And so I loved the eventual payoff when he does become a hero. And he has all those same powers. Mm-hmm. Like, you really got that sense of jubilation that he felt as a result. Especially of it. when he got flight. Yeah, exactly. When he finally got the thing that he you know always said he would want. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Um, but yeah, it definitely felt at times like they were manufacturing
1: conflict. Yeah, and that that was the biggest part for me. Like, if if there was a low point in the movie, that would be it for me.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I disagree. The lowest point of the movie is the post credit sting
1: the the worm or him trying to talk to fish both okay i thought the talk to fish thing could have just been in the movie it was i well, was in, i didn't realize that was in a trailer oh it wasn't there, was there was an international bumper that had oh that's just right that scene yeah
0: it's that scene to me didn't really work very well when he's like oh can you talk to the fish and he's wearing the aquaman shirt yeah but no the scene where dr Savana is in a prison cell scribbling away and then a fucking caterpillar comes in and starts talking to him mr mind I had to look this up. Every, I think everyone did. And like, again, then you're doing it wrong. hmm. Like I had never read a single thing with Thanos before going in to see Avengers. I still knew who that was. Okay.
1: But a uh, question to play devil's advocate for a second. Do you think it's better when it's, it's for the nerds or when it's for everyone? My point being, I don't remember which, which post credit it was, but when we see a case in a DC, sorry, in an MCU film that has, um, uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's something that only fans know. And I remember, I don't remember what the cameo was, but, but it was like, so, like it was, some it, case. It, it, it was Guardians 2. Okay. In a Guardians 2. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Cause that's something that gets us excited. Like, Oh, Warlock, Adam Warlock is coming. That's awesome.
0: But everyone but, else is very much like, I don't know what that means. But I think, I think part of it is when Marvel has done that in the past, when they've teased a character. Mm-hmm. They've only done a couple times, really. The, Those, the Scarlet
1: Witch, um, Quicksilver.
0: Yeah, but we already knew they were coming. That's true. Because the next movie, like Sam Jackson, like Nick Fury. No, no, when that movie came out, we had no idea they were coming. Yeah, we did. We already knew Age of Ultron was on its way and that they were going to be in it. I guess that was the first time seeing them. Yeah. Okay. But like, we knew those characters were coming. Like, okay. what I'm talking about when it was a, like a genuine reveal, mm-hmm. right? So, we're talking Nick Fury, we're talking Thanos, um, Adam Warlock, although, like, that was speculation, but like, that was one as well. Mm-hmm. When they've done that, I think those are more well known characters. Mr. Mind is a particularly obscure character because he's a genius telepathic caterpillar. Yes. Who was like part of the shazam comics way back in the day but mm-hmm. i think when you're already talking about shazam a character that is not widely known any characters you pull from his back like his history are gonna be obscure but that one just
1: feels particularly obscure i think the best cameo we would we could have had is you don't even have to put the rock on screen you just hear his voice
0: or even and just like
1: you think that was magic. Yeah. I got something to show you.
0: Then. Or even just like something with an Egyptian temple or whatever it is, just to set up that it's Black Adam. Like, mm-hmm. especially because we know that's where it's going eventually. So it, it seems so bizarre to have it be that caterpillar. Mm-hmm. Like, are they really going to make a movie where the caterpillar and Dr. Savannah team up to do the same thing again? Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. So,
1: um, Egyptian pyramid is, is so what is your background of Black Adam?
0: I actually don't know anything about Black Adam. I just know okay. something involving in Egypt.
1: Because in this in this universe, I think they're setting it up where the former hero that Wizard Shazam gave his powers to is Black Adam. Uh, Okay, that might make sense. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's what it is in the New 52 story. Okay. Is he he was the first hero that was tainted by evil.
0: Uh, okay, that'd be cool. That works. Yeah.
1: That works for me. Fine, do something mm-hmm. like that. So then we have... The MCU problem: a villain is the same as the protagonist. But I mean, that happened to you already. That's true. Like, so let's just do it again. Yeah, Savannah had the same. But how- we've never done it with the Rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, if they were gonna go that route, at least would have rather would have had it be an interesting version. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, the fact that if they were always gonna have the the Marvel family show up too. I think that helps kind of undercut a little bit because the end fight does not little become a like mono-a-mono battle, but it's all of them working together. I mean, eventually it does, but it's like, I think that still would work better. Yeah. Um, okay, any other like big points on Shazam?
1: Uh, nope. My, my favorite joke, the last mm-hmm. thing, uh, is when they're both in the sky and like a mile apart. Oh, yeah. And, and Savannah starts so monologuing and he can't yeah. hear it. Yeah. One
0: of yeah. my f- probably one of the best meta jokes that was a really good joke like there are definitely mm. some good jokes in here and I, I will say this people ask me like oh is shazam good yes yes it's good i'm saying that it's unambitious Yes, 40
1: minutes of it is great
0: yeah but it's it's unambitious and in its lack of ambition it's just overall just pleasant yes it's good mm-hmm. i think by contrast aquaman was ambitious but scattershot insane mm-hmm. um but no it's fine and that's it for Shazam. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm now going to see if I can do the whole outro by myself. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we are at Tim TimTalkPod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. We would love to hear your thoughts on Shazam, uh, especially compared to the rest of the DCEU slate that we've gotten in the last few years. Uh, if you want to find me personally, I am at Lordifer on Twitter and Instagram. Cameron is at Cameron.Dexter on Instagram, and that's where you can see all of his cool artwork and if you want to see his personal stuff which is mostly just disney it's at cam dexter underscore adventures i think i got that right i think maybe doesn't matter anyways thanks for listening bye